Hi there, Michael. How are you? Oh, hi. How are you? I'm so glad you called in. How's it going? It's going very well. How are you? Good. You ought to move here to Maui, you know. Well, I'm going to be there a lot over the next couple of months, so uh, I'm getting kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah, I know. You know, I talked to you before, and I know you wrote that one of the most popular books called um, Cannabis Pharmacy, and you're going to be doing a very, very special gathering happening for only, uh, it's only $20 to have the lunch and hear you talk this coming Saturday. It's a lunch and learn from 1 to 3 at the beautiful Lay's Family Class Act restaurant. Um, and uh, that is very limited seating, so people really need to get on that um, if they want to go. Because last time it sold out, you were here about a month and a half ago? Yeah, I think they're close to selling out right now. And um, um, it looks like it's going to be kind of a regular thing over the next couple of months to kind of get the word out and meet the demand. Well, people can go to Understanding CBD, CBD that is, understandingcbd.eventbrite.com. Um how did you had this amazing background, Michael? And I really hadn't looked at it before. I'd only known you in reference to your amazing book, The Cannabis Pharmacy. But I didn't know your background before. It was with uh, digital media studies, and you worked with some amazing people in the past. Um, how did you get from the leap of working in the entertainment industry into writing this book and and going around teaching about the health benefits of cannabis? Well, I mean, I had a little bit of an education background working um, uh, to co-found the uh, American Film Institute Digital Media Studies Program. And um, But how I got to cannabis was that I, I had a type of migraine that didn't respond to conventional medication very well. And a friend said, oh, you should try cannabis. It might reduce some of the symptoms of the headaches. And uh, for me, it did. And um, But when I went and asked questions about it, I couldn't get them answered. And so having had a background um, helping Michael Crichton research some of his novels, um, I just kind of dove into the research task of trying to learn more about cannabis. And um, it really surprised me. There was a lot to learn. <laughs> and so I got really kind of hooked on it. How long ago was that when you just started researching it? Uh, about a decade ago. And when did you write your book, Cannabis Pharmacy? Uh, the first edition came out in 2014. And then um, I revised it last year. Um, and brought on a medical editor for the first time, a guy named Jack McHugh, who was a doctor who taught at University of California, San Francisco Medical School um, for about uh, 30 years. Well, we're, you know, it seems like we're finding out so much so fast, and so much is being found out about this, but the, the biggest thing that has to happen is the education process because there's a lot of um, misinformation and misunderstanding out there about cannabis. You just say cannabis, sometimes people go, oh, we're going to get high. You know, We're talking about medic medical cannabis is totally different. Right, and, and the thing is is that, is that there, there's just a lot of misconceptions, and I'm going to deal with them at this uh, presentation, um, particularly that the only form of medical cannabis um, is cannabis that contains only CBD. And that's simply not true. I mean, there's a, there are medical cannabis varieties that contain uh, predominantly THC, um, THC and CBD, mm -hmm. and predominantly CBD. And they all have different uses and different effects. And learning how to use them um, effectively can uh, really address a lot of symptoms that uh, qualify for medical cannabis use in, in uh, a bite. Some of the things that I've been hearing that really have been making a huge medical 
uh, indentation splash, and no, you know, actually on CBS News the other week, they talked about how the first time in England, doctors um, who usually don't do this are allowing uh, CBDs for um, epilepsy. Yeah, matter of fact, it looks like the FDA just approved um, the use of uh, CBD for a few forms of pediatric epilepsy. And uh, it looks in the clinical trials to be uh, extremely effective for types of epilepsy that don't respond to other medications. Often these patients took more than 13 medications before they came to CBD and achieved significant seizure relief. Well, and, and I'm sure you followed that story and many others because now they're also saying for possibly people are saying for brain tumors um, that it can be effective for some brain tumors as well. Well, it's really, really early days for that, but there's some really interesting um, research taking place at a lot of academic institutions and hospitals around the world, including Johns Hopkins, a couple of prominent universities in Spain, and uh, it's looking very promising, but it's, it's a much farther away as an accepted treatment than it currently is for um, some of these epilepsy conditions. How do you really keep up with all this? Is there is there one site that is kind of a, a good site for everyone to keep up with what is really going on? Because it seems like every day new uses and new understands and new research is being made in this field. Well, I mean, it's, it's like when I first got into this. It's really hard to find one consistent place that's an excellent source of information. And actually, I've been working on one. So maybe uh, on one of my subsequent trips to Hawaii, I'll be able to talk about it, but uh, we're still building it right now. How did you get involved with Maui Grown Therapies? And, and I know you work with them, and, and you're on the board with some other very impressive people. How did that kind of unity and, and uh, combination of working together happen? Um, well, Dr. Andrew Weil had written the uh, foreword for my book, and I had worked with his uh, chief science officer, um, Dr. Brian Becker, who was um, the basically the compliance officer for Maui-grown therapies to make sure that all the T's um, were crossed and the I's dotted. And um, uh, and I'd helped Brian in Arizona uh, with a dispensary that uh, he helped establish there. And when he got involved with the Maui group, he invited me on to come and help train them. And and now, you know, it's even happened, I mean, here, you know, the process of what it took. It took a while. Um, and there was a lot of work to get it going, and now it's underway, and I think it's coming up in August for the first anniversary uh, of this yeah, location. I mean, I think what, what's extraordinary is, is that I've worked with a lot of dispensaries in many states, um, and, and without any hype whatsoever, um, Migrant Therapies is the best-run um, dispensary I've ever come across. It's really quite extraordinary. And I have to thank Terry Freitas Gorman for that and the work she does as well. I mean, a great team down there. And uh, again, every day more people are learning. And I and, and it says something. The last time you came, how your lunch was completely sold out. Um, and again, this time coming. Um, and obviously, not doing it to make money, but doing it to educate with a twenty dollar fee for lunch and hearing you talk. Um, that's why it's called Lunch and Learn. Um, it's a very um, important thing that's happening here. And and I think that how are you feeling about people's understanding? Is how are how have you seen a huge growth of people's understanding of of the real value of CBDs and, and cannabis for for medical purposes? 
absolutely no question I've seen a change in, in how people look at it, but I haven't seen um, an equivalent change in how people understand how to use it. Oh. And that's really what I'm really focusing on these days. Well, is, that's is that, interesting. You know, there's a lot of acceptance of its use as a medicine, but I think people can learn how to use it a lot more effectively and uh, potentially even reduce some side effects from using it. And have you been seeing people using it when they have cancer to help with the nausea from uh, chemotherapy? Yeah, it's absolutely one of the most effective applications of uh, medical cannabis is to reduce the side effects of of cancer um, treatment Um, because a lot of the the chemotherapy agents um, can cause severe nausea and and often vomiting. And and there are some really, really unusual things about nausea related to uh, cancer chemotherapy. Particularly, there's this thing called anticipatory nausea, which means that just showing up the clinic before you get the treatment, you can get really sick wow. and, and like you're gonna vomit. And the thing that's extraordinary is is that cannabis appears to be just about the only medicine to be effective for that. That is, so it's just the thought of going in and having the chemotherapy that also can make people sick. Yeah, it's called a conditioned place reflex, and it, and it happens in a lot of different things. It happens in drug addiction, where people get addicted to a drug, and they want to take the drug when they go back to the place where they take the drug. Wow, I'd never and heard of that. cannabis can actually interfere with that as well. Yeah. So potentially, cannabis may help in treating some addictions. Well, I've heard that it's starting to help having people overcome opioid, opioid addictions. Has there been work done on that? Yeah, it actually goes way back to the Civil War. There was a morphine shortage during the Civil War, and doctors were desperate to relieve pain on the battlefield. And they had cannabis tinctures that were made by all of the major drug manufacturers in the United States. Park Davis, Merck, all of these companies made cannabis tinctures. And so they started using cannabis tinctures to relieve pain and found that when they did, it reduced the amount of opioids needed to treat the pain. So how can this ever, do you think that this, this is this huge, huge, terrible uh, addiction problem with op- opioids right now, um, how can that start to work to help people overcome op- opioids, or do you see a way that it could be accepted as a way to, to um, actually transfer or get people off op- opioids um, and their addiction to it? Well, there are a couple different things going on. One is I think that it potentially can reduce... Um, how long somebody needs to stay on a course of opioids um, to um, get the kind of pain relief they need, Mm -hmm. um, which reduces the likelihood of dependency. Additionally, um, there are uh, things in cannabis like CBD that actually can reduce some of the pull of some of these drugs towards dependency. And I think down the road we're going to see cannabis used as an adjunct with the opioid to get safer and more effective pain relief. Oh, that, that would be extremely important. What other um, medical breakthroughs have you seen um, that have been happening over the last six months? Wow. I mean, there's, just, there, there's an enormous amount of stuff going on. What we're trying to do now is actually figure out. So it used to be we thought that, that cannabinoids, the active ingredients in cannabis, but they only worked at one or two sites in the body. And uh, one, one or two types of receptors within the body. turns out that CBD works at like 14 different receptors and does different things at those different receptors. So it means that our understanding of how these medicines work is rapidly improving and changing. 
And so it's a great time for medical cannabis because we're going to be able to look at what's in a cannabis product and predict its outcomes with a lot more uh, precision and accuracy. You know, it seems to me that we really might need more doctors who are really good at understanding how to prescribe cannabis um, as much as they know. <laughs> uh, don't get me started on why they prescribe as many drugs or that are the pharmaceutical drugs as they do, but because that's another whole subject. But it seems like, um, you know, Kaiser doesn't include it here, which is unfortunate, but it would sure be nice if there were more doctors trained in this. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that it's a, friend of, a friend of mine who's a leading data scientist with Kaiser is actually a big advocate for cannabis, but he hasn't had so much luck with his company yet. But I think the reason that doctors prescribe prescription drugs isn't quite as nefarious, and that is they're just better understood. Yes. And I view the task with cannabis to increase the understanding on, on the part of patients and doctors so that they feel more comfortable using it as a medicine. It's got a 3,500-year history as a medicine, but it hasn't had a lot of clinical evidence to support it, and that's what we need to increase. Well, I think you were being very nice and very political, but if you watch any evening news, how many of the ads are from the pharmaceuticals and how many ads are from any cannabis group? <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, don't, get me, don't get me started on the unethical nature of uh, pharmaceutical advertising. I think it's nonsense, and really it doesn't represent the medicine. Mm-hmm. It, because what they do is they emphasize what it can do, and they don't emphasize what the potential adverse effects are. And what we're trying to do differently um, on Maui with cannabis as a medicine is tell the whole truth. And the reason is is that we just find that people have better outcomes when you tell them what it can do that's good and what potential adverse effects might exist because then they can deal with the adverse effects. They're not swept under the rug like they are with pharma advertising. Yeah, I mean, I hear so many ads that say side effects can be death, you know, and it's like, okay, I don't want that side effect, please. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's true. And I, I just have to honor the fact that you're doing a lot of education and really making a difference. And I know your book has done extremely well. Are you going to try to do another book? Are you going to stick with that or any plans for any other books coming? Yeah, I might, I might look into doing another book um, um in a couple years down the road. I think I'm going to focus on the website first, but really what I'm most excited about, I mean, truthfully, I really love Maui. And so I love coming back and interacting with Vagron uh, Therapies and the people of Maui because it's just super, super fun for me. I love the aloha. And... Um, and it's really, really a bright bunch on your island. Well, thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, we, I'm, sure, I'm sure we'd love to have you move here. Are you in the Bay Area right now? Where do you live? Oh, no, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, it's not that long a flight, yeah. Um, not at all. But it's always great to have you come, and I really encourage anyone that's interested in going. It's only $20, and you will learn, and you will have lunch. That's why it's called Lunch and Learn at Lay's Family Class Act Restaurant. That's at the UH Maui College um, upstairs on the second floor in the Paina building. And uh, you can go to understandingcbd.eventbrite.com. But do it right away because, uh, as I said last time, they had to turn people away. And... Um, and it's such a great chance to learn and have a lunch and lunch and learn. So um, thank you for your generous time and, and calling in and educating us some more. And, um, yeah, you'll, next time you're in, you'll have to come in the studio. Next time you come around, I imagine the next time you come, it'll be kind of uh, possibly close to the anniversary. You're going to be coming back for the anniversary of Maui Grown Therapies? 
Yeah, I'll be back for that, and um, and um, I'll be I'll be teaching at the college um, for each of the next four months. So there'll be plenty of opportunities for uh, for me to interact with people, and I really look forward to doing it. When's that going to start? Um, it's going to start uh, in August. In, Wonderful. Uh, uh, late August, and we'll announce it shortly. We'll announce the schedule. Oh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Mike. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Aloha. Aloha. Terry Freitas Gormas just made it in. How Things are you? Happen. Things do happen. And I, try. <laughs> I am we, so sorry, but learned, Michael called in on time. Michael called so. in, and he was wonderful. Yes. He, I didn't know a lot about him, you know. Oh, Michael's an amazing person. And and he's going to be teaching here, he said. Yes, he is. And mm-hmm. again, making full circle round. <laughs> this will be a special event happening on Saturday afternoon at the beautiful Lays upstairs there um, at the college. And it's going to be, I guess it's pretty close to selling out, he said. Thank you. Oh, we're doing the spirit out here. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's true, Cindy. Since I spoke with Michael this morning on the phone, we have actually sold the event out. But we Did you are, sell the event out? We sold it out, <laughs> but we are taking uh, folks who'd like to be on the waiting list, and we're also using the opportunity to let people know that Michael will be back next month on Saturday, August 25th, and he will be teaching about... Um, pain management using medical cannabis. So a lot of folks uh, are becoming disillusioned with prescription opiate medication, and Michael will be talking about how to use cannabis to manage pain and um, to use it actually to get off of opiates. So, Well, first of all, congratulations on selling it out. Thank you. <laughs> um, the waiting list would be also at the same site, or how do they be on the waiting yes, list? Yes, just sign Un- up at um, understandingcbd.eventbrite.com. We do have a waiting list, and uh, we have had a couple of cancellations, and we will contact you if we have any more cancellations. But as of right now, we have a full house. <laughs> well, you know, it's because, number one, it's an important subject, and he's an amazing man. He's a great, he's a gifted teacher. You know, uh, Michael Bacchus is such an amazing educator because he has the ability of explaining very complex scientific concepts and ideas in very understandable language. And uh, he's just truly one of the most gifted educators I've ever heard from. So those of you who did get uh, tickets, and we'll see him on Saturday. Now, You'll I be hope able there's not going to be scalping going on, Terry. No, well, <laughs> okay. I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the, the, the thing that's amazing and wonderful was that I heard that he's going to be teaching in August at the college, which is what a great gift that we're going to have from that. Yes, yes. So again, that's August 25th. It's a Saturday, and he'll be talking about pain management using medical cannabis, and uh, we expect to see Michael over here more often. He he likes to come to Maui, and uh, Maui Grown Therapies is working with him on uh, product formulations and things like that. So he's on Maui more often now. Well, that's a give. Now, tell us in the five minutes we've got left, actually three and a half minutes now, um, about Maui Grown Therapies. So Maui Grown Therapies on August 8th uh, will make one year since we've opened. Yay! We made history in the state of Hawaii by conducting the first ever legal sale of cannabis. Um, and yeah, it's been going gangbusters since we opened last year. Um, we really have developed a very close group of patients and um, we love talking with them, meeting with them, but we it truly is a community 
uh, at Maui Grown Therapies, and a lot of our patients just enjoy being there with other patients, with our staff, um, and we have a And num- it's beautifully done. It is. It is. It was it's a Im- very class act, very class act. It was important for us to, uh, for our facility to reflect the professionalism of our team, uh, the leadership of our science and medical advisory team, and all the professionals that work for our company, so... And and you know what? At the same time, I was talking to Michael about um, how important it is for doctors as well to understand what they're and teach and use and know how the use of cannabis and CBDs can be used in certain situations to really help. And from everything from epilepsy to opioid addiction to all the things in, in cancer. Uh, therapy and and there's so much work being done by so many people now to help educate and and take away the stigma of this way to make people feel better without the bad side effects. Right. Unfortunately, um, the endocannabinoid system and medical use of cannabis is not taught in medical schools in the United States. Um, but Marigone Therapies, we are working with a group of physicians and advanced practice registered nurses here on Maui, over 60 of them actually. And they do attend uh, workshops, seminars, updates on the latest research. And, you know, we keep them abreast of our latest formulations. We have a wide range of products in addition to cannabis flowers. So we have capsules, tinctures. We have serums. We also have... Butter. Um, Butter, that's right. And we also have something new. This just, uh, the law just actually passed last week, and that is we now have the ability to sell what they call safe pulmonary administration devices and products. So it's not smoking of cannabis, but it's actually heating the products up to a certain temperature where they vaporize, and folks can inhale that vapor. It's much safer than um, combusting cannabis, and the relief is immediate. It takes about 90 seconds to feel the effects when cannabis is inhaled. So uh, this is new. took a while to get the law changed, but um, with enough scientific and medical evidence behind it, uh, our legislators um, were very compassionate and said, yes, it's time for the law to change. So, What do you see coming new. in the next year? You made it to one year in August. What do you see the next evolution of it? Well, one of the exciting things we're doing at Maui Grown Therapies is our patients are uh, reporting on the effects of the products they use and how it's helped their symptoms. So we're aggregating that data. It's anonymized and shared with our science and medical advisory team. And we use that information to constantly improve our products. But also we can share with our patients what other patients are reporting, um, you know, what products, what strains, what things have been very effective for particular conditions and symptoms. So that's very exciting. And um, who knows where it's going to be going, but it's got a a good base, and you said most of your patients are over 50. That's right. The vast majority of our patients are over the age of 50. I think cannabis um, is really a a good solution for many of those folks that, you know, they're tend not to want to take too many prescription medications. Many of them do come with side effects, and often uh, patients are um, prescribed additional medications to help offset the side effect of the original medication, and people are uh, seeking more natural interventions in their life, so cannabis is one of those things. Well, we're out of time, but I thank you so much. I'm glad you could come in, and um, I, I appreciate the work you're doing. And a big aloha. 